the CSPOA, CSPOA.org, to become a member immediately. Please do. The Posse starts a little later today as well, and you can become part of it. Q&A, interactions with the sheriffs, and a whole lot more. That's CSPOA.org. Uh, question, what do you get when you cross two sheriffs and a talk show host? Answer, a whole lot of law and order and a whole lot of fun. How do you like that? A lot of truth-telling, and it rounds out to make a fantastic radio and TV broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Last point, if you guys want to get on our texting list for uh, the sheriffs, or I'm sorry, for the CSPOA, all you got to do is text the letters CSPOA to the following number. That's CSPOA to 53445. That's 53445. And without further ado, Sheriff Mack, welcome back, sir. Well, thanks, Adam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning, this beautiful Arizona Tuesday morning. <laughs> Man, this is this is beautiful weather out here in Arizona. In fact, we just had a big old rainstorm just two days ago. Unusual for this time of year for October, but very welcome, as ever. anybody will tell you in Arizona, whenever we can get rain, we'll take it. Uh, yeah, it's the global Sam. raining. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Uh, Are we ready for my quote from the most important Tenth Amendment decision in the history of America? Absolutely, and I want to tie it to today after your quote. Okay. Uh, Here he goes again. Uh, Scalia, Justice Scalia, who wrote this decision, quoting uh, Madison, who is quoting the Federalist paper, and it's Federalist uh, number 39. The local or municipal authorities form distinct and independent portions of the supremacy. See, everybody says, not everybody, but college professor says, Sheriff Mack doesn't know what he's talking about because he doesn't understand the supremacy clause. Well, maybe they ought to ask Justice Scalia about the supremacy. The local or municipal authorities form distinct and independent portions of The supremacy, get this, no more subject within their respective spheres to the general authority than the general authority is subject to them within its own sphere. So what what we have to do uh, in that quote from the Federalist 39 is that we have to define the sphere of authority for the general authority, for the general government, for the federal government. And, when and we do, for the local, we, respectively. We, well, yeah, of course. But first, define the limitations constitutionally placed upon the federal government, and then we will see the rest oh, of the authority yeah. belongs to the states. You chain yeah. those thugs down, don't you, Sheriff? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's what this whole decision did. It limits what the federal government can do. And when you define that separation uh, and define the spheres of authority that were granted to the federal government and to the states, you will run into that principle of federalism that really this whole case was about. Amen to that. And to bring it to modern day, ladies and gentlemen, let's be clear. Who grants authority to any branch or jurisdiction or sphere, as Anton, Anton Scalia highlights it, grants that authority to these different delegated spheres, divided vertically and horizontally. Who provides that authority? The answer is we, the people. The Declaration of Independence highlights that, you know what, they derive their just powers from the consent 
of the governed. Uh, answer today in modern times, then, when it comes to elections, if we're uh, talking about a state election or a county election, the federal government has nothing or the general government has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Remember the dual sovereigns Anthony and Scalia talked about? This is what we're yes. talking about, but we're providing more guidelines, more details, a back up the document discussion with Federalist 39 uh, and more. And if those guys want to ask Anthony and Scalia about it, they're going to have to kick the bucket quite far uh, to get that done. Would love to hear what they have to say, though. Uh, nevertheless, yeah. Sheriff, our guest. Well, we have an amazing uh, sheriff on with us today. Uh, sheriff Mike Carpinelli, who is the sheriff of Lewis County, uh, a little bit upper state, New York. Uh, uh, close to the Albany area. Uh, I remember that because one time he picked me up, uh, maybe a couple of times at the Albany airport. <laughs> you see, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't supposed to uh, be able to go through New York because this was during the pandemic and uh, the so-called pandemic. And so I, I flew into Albany and uh, uh, Sheriff uh, Carpinelli picked me up, even though at the same time uh, they told uh our good friend Ted Nugent, that he couldn't speak in New York City because he hadn't been vaccinated. So, no, I've never been vaccinated, and I never will. Uh, and that's a personal choice, uh, and that will remain a personal choice. But uh, Sheriff Mike Carpinelli, uh, he and I go way back. In fact, he's going to have to remind me why we were in New York together way back about, gosh, what was it, 15, 20 years ago? I don't know. I can't remember, but it was a long time ago. We had dinner at a real nice little restaurant, I think, in downtown New York. But uh, Sheriff Carpinelli has been a powerful supporter of the CSPOA. Uh, he's on our website uh, saying something uh, very loyal to me, uh, and uh, he has been a good friend and a, a very valuable sheriff. Uh, to the people of Lewis County and to the state of New York. He has set a very good example. And when anybody talks about constitutional sheriffs in New York, Mike Carpinelli is the first name that comes up. So, Sheriff Carpinelli, thanks for being on the Sheriff Mac Show on Brighty on TV today. And uh, thanks for all you do. It's good to see you again. You too, Sheriff Mac. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's worthy to note no that worries. Carpinelli also uh, served in the Army, so we want to thank him for his service as well, Sheriff. Yes, uh, Carpinelli, thank you for that. And uh, what branch did you serve in? Uh, the United States Army. Okay. How long were you in there? I was two years active and four years reserve. Okay. And then he went into law enforcement, and he's been there for quite some time, too. He's a seasoned veteran uh, standing for, as we like to call it, law and order, Sheriff. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> He is, he is the consummate lawman, and Sheriff Carpinelli, remind me when we first met. Well, um, one of them was when we were going over the New York State Safe Act, when uh, the tyrant Governor Cuomo uh, was in power, and uh, yes. once again, trampling all Second Amendment rights. Yes, and how long ago was that? That would be 2013. 2013, okay. Seemed like it. Seemed like it was longer ago than that to me, but uh, I guess I guess time flies. But uh, well, and yes, spoke and then several I several of uh, our conferences as well, Sheriff. Just to, to mention that uh, several oh, of our yeah, uh, yeah. conferences we have on DVD available for purchase, uh, and you can get those at CSPOA.org. We can talk more about that later. But Carpinelli has spoke at many of these events too. He's been a long time stable CSPOA partner, if you will. 
He has, and uh, I, the one I remember the most was in uh, at the press club in Washington D.C. Uh, yes, that was a very yeah, memorable national event. press club. That's and right, national press. That was club. a great day. So anyway, that's when uh, I got up and told the general government what I thought of them right at the press club. I love right that. in Washington D.C. <laughs> right in Washington yes, D.C. My Dang goodness, right. yeah. And they didn't so, arrest me because we had a little bit more uh, freedom of speech uh, back then. But I want to ask uh, both of you several questions, and I'll just uh, I'll alternate back and forth with a couple of questions uh, on who should respond first. But I'd like both of you to kind of respond and round out this discussion. You know, people before the elections, which really, what, a couple of weeks away now? Literally two and a half, three weeks away at most. Yeah, when, yeah. We want to talk about the general role of sheriffs relating to the elections uh, because every state has different laws relating to it. The county sheriffs, though, have a role to play. The mainstream press wants you to believe that sheriffs have nothing to do with that. All they're supposed to do is push papers and uh, serve, you know, whatever, and um, that's all. It's kind of a paper job. I don't believe that's true at all if you understand the real totality of a sheriff's responsibilities uh, and authority. Uh, sheriff Mike Carpinelli, what do you say? What's the, what's the role of a sheriff with regards to elections? Well, you know, it's, it's to protect the, the – the, uh the whole process of it, you know, to make sure that there's, there's um, no interference uh, from the outside that uh, people can freely come and go uh, as, as to, to, to voice and to use their right uh, to, to choose who they want from their, from their elected officials. Um, and we're there to, to secure that and to uh, make sure that people feel safe uh, while they're going there as well. Sheriff Mack. Yeah, I, I, I think he nailed it right on the head there. And, uh, this is really one part of what, what he said concerns me is that people who see a uniform might be afraid to go there because they're afraid of cops. Uh, that's just woke crap. Uh, and to have a uniformed officer there or a private security guard in uniform, uh, they're all there to do one thing, and that is uh, to provide a, a safe and peaceful and uh, accommodating uh, friendly uh, atmosphere uh, for people to come and vote. Are, are there people, do, does does America have enemies uh, nationally and within who would like to upset that? Uh, yes. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. Do we have any enemies who are capable uh, of hacking computers uh, and trying to manipulate our elections and steal what, Carpen what Sheriff Carpinelli said the American people's right to choose our own public officials. Are there are there enemies of America uh, who have infiltrated America and obviously have the capability of hacking computers? Are there any of them that would like to manipulate and control our elections? That's the first question you must ask. And then we go to our intel from there and say, have they and would they and uh, are they trying to and have they tried to in the past? Uh, so and the mainstream press likes to say we can make these claims without evidence. However, we have arrests and arrests and arrests to double down and prove our point that this is a serious issue. Uh, and to those who claim that there's no evidence, uh, how many of those have really uh, investigated? How many of those who really understood? We're talking about the right. sheriff's role to keep the general peace. And if you're afraid of a police officer uh, or a sheriff, you know what? Why don't you just respectfully go up and introduce yourself? Hey, you know what? I'm so-and-so, and I'd like to meet you, and thank you for your service. And look, you're going to find out that there is not the divide between we the people and the cops. 
uh, as a general rule, like the mainstream press wants you to believe. Now, in certain communities, there may be, but we can fix that by being kind and respectful and decent to one another. And it starts with we the people, politely introducing ourselves, behaving in a manner that's appropriate. But there is a role of sheriffs and um, uh, elected officials. We've got to protect the chain of custody for these ballots, ladies and gentlemen. We need security once early voting ends or whatever the case may be or mail-in ballots or, you know, I'd like to get rid of a lot of those things. However, there is a custody of ballots that the sheriff plays a role in as well, Sheriff Mack. Yeah, I think, uh, Sheriff Carpinelli, I would ask you that. Uh, do you do you or your officers transport the uh, ballots to the central tabulation center? Well, it's very interesting. You know, we, we did do that uh, uh, prior to me becoming the sheriff. Um, it appears that after uh, becoming the sheriff that the county um, uh, uh, legislators decided to change or that they could change that uh, through the Board of Elections. And uh, we no longer uh, actually participate in um, in securing them or transporting them back. Um, that's something that's been uh, a question since I've been in office uh, to uh, to get that back and to, to see why that is. And um, a lot of politics well, who does in the state it, of New then? York. That, uh, who, who does it? Believe it or not, they use actually county uh, um, workers that are the uh, buildings and grounds to transport those back and forth. So let me ask let me ask these people in the great state of New York one simple question. Who do you trust more, a law enforcement official who has been duly elected by the people to take care of those election uh, tabulations and results and the custody of ballots? Or do you accept that a couple of, you know, county workers that normally deal with like building and grounds and I don't want to say janitorial people. I'm not trying to mock these people, but I'm saying who do you think would do a better job uh, at the custody uh, of these ballots? And why would then there be an effort to take that out of the hands of the sheriffs in the first place? Because most jurisdictions, the sheriffs are who uh, take that sacred responsibility and honor. Sheriff Carpinelli, do you have any idea why that was changed? Well, I, I do. And uh, once again, you know, you, 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 you mentioned the gentleman's name and, and uh, a lot of people smile. A lot of people go ballistic and uh, and, and, and can't uh, accept it. But uh, I believe it, it um, in my heart. It's because of uh, my affiliations um, with and uh, my my uh, thoughts as far as President Trump goes. So, oh my goodness, interesting. <laughs> so hey, we can't have a, a a guy that thinks Donald Trump's a nice guy uh, possibly taking care of the custody. You can have all the Democrats and those who love Biden. Uh, but yet it's become very political is the problem, hasn't it, Sheriff Carpinelli? It has. It has. And, that, and that's the bad thing in the state of New York. Uh, they, they've made it so visceral um, on one side. I, I can tell you that uh, uh, on the other side, uh, you know, we, we still do a lot of things with reason, with, with conversation and with respect. And uh, it's a shame that our media here in this state, uh, and I'm not telling you anything new, but across this country, um, certain certain media outlets have really taken a uh, – a far um, a socialist position against things, and uh, they forget that the only reason why they are where they are is because of the great freedoms that we have in this country to be able to broadcast and say what they say. Um, and I, I think that that's uh, that it's gotten a little bit uh, it's, it's, it's gotten very ridiculous. But uh, that's about to change. It's about to change back in our country, and it's about to change here in our state. So I'm looking forward to that. That's why when you get two sheriffs and a talk show host together, you get a lot of truth telling. You get law and order, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff Mack, uh, you want to add to this? 
Well, I think he touched on something uh, that maybe we ought to have him expound on a little bit, and that is uh, the governor race in New York uh, is being predicted by a couple of polls that it's 50-50. That is a huge, huge uh, circumstance now. Uh, and uh, Sheriff Carpinelli, why don't you comment on that? Oh, thank you, Sheriff Mack. I, you know, as, as, as you well, sir, know that uh, I was one of the candidates for governor during this race. Um, I made it as far uh, up, up almost uh, to, to the ballot process. We didn't secure enough signatures to get on the ballot. But uh, um, I have been friends and still am friends with the candidates uh, to this day. And one thing I'd like to state, you know, let the people know in the state of New York um, while we're on here on your show, was that one thing that I, that I thought was fantastic is that even though we were opponents in this race, all of us uh, have remained friends and have a tight friendship. And even to this day, uh, Mr. Zeldin, who is now the, the, the front runner uh, on the Republican ticket in the state of New York, um, he and I have been in communication. Um, we, uh, every week we, we talk. Um, say, wait, say his and, name uh, again. Say his name again. Lee. Yep. Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin. Zeldin. Okay. Yep. All right. Keep going. And, uh, we will, we've all uh, actually formed a, a, a great, a great uh, friendship. And if I can, I just want to mention the, uh, the prior candidates. Uh, um, it was, uh, uh, Andrew Giuliani. Um, Rob Astorino, myself, Sheriff Carpinelli, um, Derek Gibson, and Lee Zeldin. And through this whole process, um, we became we became good friends, even though we were opponents. Uh, a lot of us, you know, we, we had the the, uh, the same things at heart for the state of New York. Um, just all came from different areas, and that and that was the uh, great thing about it in the state of New York. I was representing most of the upstate area. Um, the others were representing uh, uh, pretty much predominantly the downstate area. And uh, but we all we all uh, you know collaborated together, um, put on a heck of a, uh, a campaign for the people in the state of New York, and it just so happened to be that uh, Mr. Zeldin uh, uh, prevailed in the end, which I'm glad for, and um, we're, we're behind him 100. percent We're behind him, and uh, we have got to take this state back uh, from the tyrannical rule of the last two people that held the uh, the, the, the governor's seat because they treated it. Uh, at, at, uh, like it was, um, you know, one was a king, and now this last one we have right now, she thinks she's a queen. And uh, they forget we already left that one country that pulled that with us before, and we established America. So um, we're going to get back to our freedoms again in the state of New York. Do you believe that we'll Amen. have an honest election in New York, or do you believe that there's election shenanigans going on, Sheriff? Oh, you know, I, I want to believe in my heart. I want to believe, you know, um, in, my, in my faith that we're going to have an honest election. Um, now, on the other side of that, uh, you know, I, I, I would be a fool to believe that they're not going to charge me uh, to cross the railroad track, you know, to get on the train. So, um, you know, I, 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 I have a, a, uh, that little bit of uh, gut feeling that tells you, you know, uh, be awake and be aware, uh, you know, of, of um, anything that could happen. So I just tell the people to do their due, their due diligence when they go to the polls. You know, there's nothing that says – this is what gets me the most, Sheriff Mack – it's funny how uh, everything we do in life, uh, we get a receipt back for it. Um, you get a receipt from the bank. You get a receipt from the grocery store. You get a receipt when you pay a toll, a toll booth. Um, why can't we get a receipt when we go to the voting polls as to who we voted for? Um, it would be very simple. I take a picture of my ballot with my cell phone uh, and keep that for myself. It's my vote. I have the right to do that. Um, I, I think things like that, you know, to the public help us to try to keep us. I've, I've actually said the same thing. I've actually said the exact same thing. There should be a 
serial number on your ballot. And you're, and you should just, after you ballot, you take a, a little strip off that ballot and you keep that serial number or you photograph it. And it's, it should be serialized in case anybody ever has to come and audit. You have that serial number. They said, is, uh, is that your ballot? And you said, yes, that is. That is what I did. And yes, they should be able to verify the vote. Yeah, I think that would definitely restore a lot more faith in our in the system that we currently that we have right now. Um, I wish we could go back to the you know the old paper punching way. Um, I think that oh, the, yes. the whole computer th- has definitely. We can, become, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we can go yes, back to that. We can and should, uh, and and we need to. You know, the role of sheriffs as CLEOs or chief law enforcement officers. Uh, protecting the chain of custody of ballots and the security there is really important. In, in New York, they've kind of gutted some of that. This is where a lot of the battles are starting to come where, you know what, sheriffs have responsibilities. And they are trying to slowly but surely <clears throat> destroy the authority uh, and the delegated responsibilities and powers of the sheriff. And we really need to be careful in every county. Uh, every county is not the same. And so you've got to learn in your county. I know people call me all the time and say, Sam, what about this and that? And I don't mean to be vague and I don't mean to avoid their questions. But since it's so different in over 3,000 plus counties in America, it's very hard to give a clear, concise answer because it's different in every jurisdiction. But one thing is clear. What we need is more poll watchers. Um, And we need to make sure that the poll watchers have their own freedom to do what they do best. And that's keep an eye on elections for accountability. What's the sheriff's role to that? How can they help these uh, folks? We'll talk about that with Sheriff Carpinelli in seconds right here on the Sheriff Mac Show on TV. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value that do not require governments, corporations, or markets to make good on their obligations. At the top of this list of intrinsic assets is physical gold and silver. These precious metals have outlasted every failed civilization and government in human history. And they are non-digital, which means they still hold value even if the power grid fails. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals that are delivered securely and discreetly into your hands. Visit BrightionMetals.com to check their live pricing and in-stock coins and bars. Find out why they are my trusted source for physical metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. BrightionMetals.com. For your support of this platform, use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. 
In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. A quick side note on Thursday on Liberty Roundtable Live, we will have Weston Martinez with Sam Bushman discussing election fraud in more detail from a Texas perspective. As you know, he's running for land commissioner of Texas, Weston Martinez. So that'll be a riveting broadcast, second hour of Liberty Roundtable on Thursday. That's on the radio, libertyroundtable.com to check that out. Now back to uh, Sheriff Mack and Sheriff Carpinelli. I mentioned right before the pause that, you know, it's important that we have poll watchers. And sadly, poll watchers have been marginalized and mocked and manipulated and kicked out and marginalized. And uh, I even had a friend who was supposed to be a poll watcher, and they put him so far away he called himself a poll listener. Because that's all he could do. He couldn't watch anything. He could just listen. <laughs> and that's it. And so, uh, Sheriff Mac and then Sheriff Carpinelli, what do you think the role is for poll watchers? How can sheriffs help them and make sure that they are not obstructed or tampered with or reduced in their uh, ability uh, to demand an, a, a accountability and transparency? Sheriff Mack? Well, it's just like you described, Sam. Uh, they're supposed to be watching the process and seeing if anything looks, uh, if there's any irregularities. Uh, and uh, people asking questions, you know, hey, what happened and so on and so forth. Uh, where are they uh, stashing other ballots? And, you know, just make sure that the process is clean uh, and it's uh, definitely secure. And they're following the law and proper protocols. Uh, you know, walking around and watching uh, everything that's going on. There is one problem with that that maybe Sheriff Carpinelli would also like to uh, come in on, and that is how do you make sure, though, if you're a poll watcher, that the, the, the computers have been properly tested and programmed? Uh, that is something that I think every poll watcher should be asking uh, the authorities when they're there. How do we know these machines according to the law, have been properly tested and calibrated. And, and so that, that's the first question I'd like every poll watcher to, to, to ask. How about you, Sheriff? I, I couldn't agree more with you, Sheriff Mack. You know, you're 100% correct. Especially here in the state of New York, too. Um, uh, you know, the question always about the calibration. Um, is there going to be uh, an, an unprecedented possible hack into the system um, that they won't tell you again in the, in the uh, outside media? Um, you know, what, what do we have to show that, uh, that it's been done properly? I don't know. Uh, you know, a good IT technician uh, that would work for the county, um, you would think they would allow them possibly uh, during the, the, the voting process or after it um, to show the people 
uh, and the confidence that these uh, uh, machines were calibrated to show the proper paperwork, uh, the authenticity to it. And it might, uh, I believe, put back in the faith uh, of the people back into the electoral system again to know that there are other people uh, looking out for them as well. Well, and, and that brings up uh, the question. Back. Uh, isn't yeah. that the only people that care about this? Are the only people that care are people who really like Donald Trump and and believe his, quote, big lie that the election was stolen? Is it just Donald Trump people or is it a lot of other plain old uh, John Q. public Americans? I I, I believe it's, it's, it's um uh, 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 both. I believe it's both. Um, the reason why I said is that now that things have gotten uh, so bad across this country for everyone, you know, it, it, it's the same old story, Sheriff Mack. You know, as you know, in law enforcement, um, when it's bothering the, the neighborhood, uh, the public officials are like, okay, it's just the neighborhood. But all of a sudden, when the dog comes along and leaves a nice little surprise on their front yard, uh, now it becomes a problem for the elected official, right? So, <laughs> you know, now everybody's starting to feel things, so. Well, I, I agree. The reason, and the reason this think... is so important, though, ladies and gentlemen, is we need to understand that poll watchers have a legitimate role uh, in transparency and yeah. accountability. And the real questions yeah. come down to how can sheriffs interact with those poll watchers? Can sheriffs deputize uh, a poll watcher? Can sheriffs appoint poll watchers? Uh, what can the sheriff do to really aid in this process? And how can we, the people, work with and ask our sheriffs to partner with us on this? Whoa. Go ahead, Sheriff. Well, I, I fully agree, Sam. You're 100% right. Uh, and, and what you mentioned earlier, one thing I want to comment on, too, on that, what you mentioned earlier um, about minimizing the, uh, the the role and the, the purpose of the sheriffs. Here in New York State, uh, our last two governors have dramatically tried to gut the Sheriff's Association and and, and to uh, um, minimize us. Um, so that's that's we're, we're in a big fight for our lives up here. And... Uh, um, well, so far, I, I it hasn't worked. What's that? So far, it hasn't worked, though, correct? No, it hasn't worked. Uh, that, you know, um, I, I thank God for my fellow sheriffs uh, here in the state of New York that, that are, are, are fighters and uh, um, that are sticking together uh, and realizing um, that they're trying to take away uh, another form of our government that, you know, they're ready to the people to choose their chief law enforcement officer. And, uh, right. Um, they're finally taking that very seriously well, here in the state of New York. Sheriffs. Cuomo threatened all you sheriffs with suspension at one time, correct? Yeah, yeah, oh yes. Yeah, anytime we spoke out against him or, you know, we weren't going to carry out the, the rule of the, of the tyrannical uh, uh, governor, um, you know, he always reminded the public he could remove us for that. Well, he was wrong. Uh, the only time we can be removed is for an illegal uh, act or that we actually broke a law, a constitutional law, I'll say it that again, uh, is when they can try to, uh, to come in and, and remove us. Otherwise, it's uh, by, by the rule of the people. Right. Well, I've even said, people said, well, you know, there's lots of states that are di diminishing the role and power of the sheriff. And I said, yeah. And California and New York uh, are not one of those states. And, and so we still have the the chief law enforcement officer in every county in New York and in California, except maybe for New York City, the proper area of New York City, every sheriff is elected by foreign of the people, and they are the CLEOs, the chief law enforcement officer. Is that not correct? That is correct, Sheriff, 100%. Yes. 
one other thing. I wanted to get back to this real quickly. So Lee Zeldin running for governor actually has a chance to win, correct? He sure does. Yes, he does. So, and, and, and I, who's he running against? Uh, the appointed governor lady, what's her name? Yeah, uh, Queen Hochul. Kathy Hochul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, and she, she, uh, she it was a kind of astonishing that they went from Cuomo to her because that was like Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know, the sad thing that is, Cher, is that she had the prime opportunity to do right, to do right for this state, to do right by the voters, yeah. especially the women in, in this state, after we had a governor who was accused of what he was accused of. Uh, and she claims that she had you know no recollection or wasn't aware of this. And uh, she outright just boldly lies to the public again and to the women voters of this state. So she does not deserve to hold that seat whatsoever. Why do politicians lie even when telling the truth would benefit them? That, that's <laughs> well, She's just too used to it. Yeah, she's addicted they, to lying. Yeah, you know what it is? They lost their faith, Sheriff. You know, you got to keep your faith. You got to keep your belief in Christ and God. I mean, that, that's that's you know, yeah. it what steers this country of ours. Um, and, and a lot of them have forgotten that. And that's, that's, that's the shame of it right there. You know, you can't let the power, you can't let the, 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 the uh, you know, the power of the people go to your head. Um, that's what grounds you. That's what grounds you. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because let's be very clear here. We talk about the founding fathers, but the founder of America was God Almighty. And this is, this is why the destruction of America is so devastating. Because when we destroy our foundation in that principle, and that's that the of heaven and earth is the one who established this country in the first place. And now the destruction of America through this socialistic communist uh, takeover of our country now that we're watching, uh, and many of us are standing against that. But now that we're watching this, we're seeing how devastating it is and removal from that, from our history and and from our very foundation is uh, so sad to watch. And that is why Sam and I and you are so active in trying to defend America. And this is a peaceful and effective process. And that's why we believe in the CSPOA motto that uh, protect, defend, uphold, and serve is so vital to all of this but it's vital to our very foundation that God is the founder of America. So thank you for that, mm -hmm. uh, Sheriff Carpinelli. Uh, Sam, you want to uh, come in on that? Yeah, I want to uh, back a little bit to this idea of and the people part election accountability. This is really important. You're breaking up, Sam. Know people understand. Sam, you're breaking up. Can you hear me? Uh, I should be Let's good. See if we... Okay, now you. Okay, keep. Okay, say that again. Sorry about that. I don't. I don't know why, but you go. Since the posse power of the sheriffs bring posse members to help with security, and in what? Let me give you an example. I know that Sheriff Arpaio looked into some things and had. Uh, his posse uh, do that. Those were people sheriff gathered together. He deputized some others in capacities, etc. 
and you know how can we use these posses? How can we um, deputize poll watchers? How can we really deal with this? Because the feds are operating outside the law, from what I understand. They're supposed to be showing up at a lot of these elections, but see the Justice Department as of late. We don't trust these guys at all. And the general government, the Justice Department, has no authority in state and or county elections, Sheriff Carpenter. 100% correct, Sam. Um, 100% correct. You know, like you said, Sheriff Arpaio was, was, is an amazing, was an amazing sheriff, uh, still an amazing gentleman. And you see how fast uh, um, that the uh, media, again, uh, turned on him uh, in, in, the, in the last few years to try to silence him as well. And what, and what he was doing was right. Um, they painted a broad picture that, uh, once again, a, a sheriff is outstepping his bounds, um, does not have that authority. Well, that's a complete lie. And uh, it's important as a sheriff to let your people know in your community um, what, what the people give uh, the sheriff um, the authority to be able to do in defending the rights of the Constitution and the people that, 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 uh, that, that reside and live in their, in their county. So, yes, you can. You sure could deputize uh, poll watchers. Yes, you could, um, uh, you know, deputize people to be able to go there. Are you going to get pushback in this state? Oh, I know I am. And, uh, <laughs> um, but you have to stand, uh, you know, you have to be able to stand in that, in that, in that fire and, and uh, take that heat and do what's right uh, for your people. So far here um, in the county of Lewis, uh, we have some good, good people working with us um, that, that are the, um, uh, at the Board of Elections, and uh, they're very fair. Um, and so I, I cherish that. I'm thankful for it in my county, but uh, we definitely keep an ever watchful eye, uh, you know, if that should go askew. Sheriff Mack, what, what will you be doing on what will you be doing on election day, Sheriff? Uh, I'll be I'll be driving around, saying hello to people, stopping by the uh, the, the you know the poll places, and and uh, looking forward to seeing all the people coming out and voting and, and enjoying that uh, that that freedom that we have and making sure. Uh, that that it, it continues to be a freedom that uh, nobody's going to come into and Lewis what, County and take from us. I guarantee you that. What what's the population of Lewis County? We're not real big uh, uh, population wise, but uh, we're a good sized county. We're thirteen hundred square miles, and we have a little over twenty seven thousand people. Okay, that's it's about huge the same as uh, area, sheriff. Yeah, yeah, that's what? about the same as yes. Graham County, except uh, we, we were. 4,500, very, very huge. Arizona has huge counties because there's only 15 counties. And uh, so ah. some of the biggest counties in the country are in Arizona. But, um, yeah. well, Sheriff, uh, do you get accused of being part of the conspiracy theories? And and uh, because do you, I mean, do are you attacked by the press uh, as, as bad as we've been? Uh, we, uh, does the New York Times go after you like they go after us? Oh, they 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 uh, like to call and, and every once in a while, you know, um, uh, as they say, they want to be friendly. Then then they then they turn around and you know and and, and bite you. So uh, yes, they have. As a matter of fact, uh, not too long ago, um, I was given a a letter of admonishment uh, by my own legislative uh, uh, board here uh, because I wrote a a just a character reference for a person. Uh, that was going through one of the January 6th trials. And uh, the gentleman was 72 years old. And I wrote a character reference um, uh, on my letterhead. And uh, when the when the judge in that case um, made the public aware through CBS News that I was running for governor and that the sheriff had used uh, his letterhead to write a, 
a uh, letter asking for leniency, which was a there there was there right there was the lie. It wasn't for leniency. It was a character reference uh, uh, for the gentleman asked by his attorney and his wife. And I gladly gladly did it because I knew the gentleman uh, very well. Good for you. So um, good for you. You know. So what did and, he and, what did he get when when the sentence came down? What did he get? Um, he ended up getting uh, uh, six months instead of uh, uh, if they wanted to give him three years. Um, yeah. And uh, he he was not involved on in any violence whatsoever. He had to be upon the grounds at that time. Um, and that did was he go it. inside. He, he he did go inside. Um, he was he was he was with a group of people that he when uh, was with that group had pushed everybody inside the building, and he did he did his best to try to get back out of the building. Um, but he's 72 years old. So, you know, yeah. hmm. not that I'm saying anything well, about age, Jeff. It's just that yeah, you know, he, he's a much smaller thank gentleman you. in stature, sir. Much smaller gentleman than <laughs> once. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I've kept my youth and strength very well, but uh, thank yes, you. Yes, sir, that. you have. Yes, sir, you have. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, uh, were you aware that the arrests that the FBI made around the country that they violated uh, state laws regarding, uh, and maybe federal laws as well, uh, regarding uh, extradition, that they never went through the extradition process on anyone from California to New York. They never went through the extradition process. Were you aware of that? You know, Sheriff Mack, yes. And you know, it would be, be a great help um, having you on right now to explain that to the people, um, uh, what, what you mean by that. A lot of us aren't aware. A lot of the people aren't aware of what, what, what when you say that uh, the extradition process. So, you are far more eloquent at at, at, uh, at saying that one. So I'll, I'll turn it back to you for that. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of us didn't uh, stop to smell the roses on this one. We say, hey, the FBI. Okay, so they claim they have uh, national and sometimes international jurisdiction, um, but however. The laws of extradition still require that you extradite the person. So you arrest him in California, let's say, where they've done several, and you, he still has a right to say, no, I'm not waiving extradition. You must go through the process with the governor of the state to take me out of this state. And the FBI routinely violated that. In fact, I don't believe they did a single extradition hearing on any of the arrests they made nationwide on January 6th, which still surprises me why they can't arrest people who burned down a federal building or attempted to burn down a federal building in Portland and Seattle and a few other places where a lot of this violence has happened uh, with BLM and Antifa. But at the same time, extradition is a law and it is a right of the accused to challenge being taken out of taken out of the state to answer for a crime in another state or another jurisdiction and not once did the fbi allow that to happen not once so here again how much faith do you have in the fbi following the law in this country yeah it's definitely rocked uh um you know the people in our country uh, with their with their faith in this in the in the FBI, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you on that. And it's a shame though um, that the top leadership and and also the rank and file um, of uh, not all but uh, of 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 many 
have gone along with this charade uh, against yeah. the people of the, of the United yeah. States. Um, but again, Sheriff Mack, I have to go back for that. You know, where's their faith? You know, where, where's where's the where's the what's the first oath as you want to say that we follow? You know, it's 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 it's, it's the God in Christ. Uh, you know, I don't I don't get it. I just I, it, it amazes me how, you know, um, they, well, they, you they, they, they want to minimize. Know, you and I both know and probably have good relationships with some well-intentioned uh, FBI agents. You have friends yes. in the FBI. I have friends in the FBI. What concerns me that even though uh, even those people will do whatever they're told by their supervisors and hierarchy within the FBI. Do you agree with that or, or tell me, correct me on that? No, sure. I, 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 do you do you believe that every FBI agent will instead? Well, there's a few that have come out and have whistleblown, but do you believe that even those good FBI agents that are strong Christian people that they'll do whatever they're told, no matter what? No, I I, I don't. I believe there's there's definitely some good people still there that will that will follow their faith and follow what's what's exactly. Um, I you know, pray that that's the case. You, what's that? I pray that that's the case, that they'll refuse and become whistleblowers. But you're not seeing very many whistleblowers in the FBI. Uh, but go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, no, not yet, Sheriff Mack. But I, I believe it. I believe it's going to come. I do. As, as you know, sometimes it takes a few uh, to stand up first uh, for the rest to yeah. follow. You know, it, it takes a leader. It takes some courage. I tell my men here. I let my men and women know this here. That I, as a sheriff, um, if I ever give an unlawful order, an ungodly order, you have to stand up against me. You have to, and and to do that. And um, you know, they should wow. know that they're the ones that hold the you know hold that hold that authority to do that. So, I did the same when I was sheriff. I told them, I said, you do not have to obey an unlawful, unconstitutional order, no matter where it comes from, me or anybody else. That's right. So. Uh, Sam, are you back on with us, or how's your uh, absolutely how's your mic working? Yep, we're we're good to go. I I really feel like, in addition to elections, you brought up the FBI, Sheriff Mack, and I think you're right about this. And you know what? You have uh, FBI training as well as Sheriff Carpinelli has FBI training as well. And I just want to ask you, gentlemen, you know what do we do with this organization? There's no constitutional authority for it to even exist. Uh, but but what do we do to get rid of it? You got ten seconds, Sheriff Carpinelli. Well, we stand. We, we stand strong. Don't let anybody take it from us. We have to follow our faith. Again, I say that. You know, do what's right for the people. Number one. Amen. Where the people got to gather so much, and stand Sheriff up Carpinelli. together. Thanks for joining us on the Sheriff Mac Show on Brideon TV, CSPOA.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, 
and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, we had to let go on TV of Sheriff Mike Carbonelli doing a phenomenal job in New York. He's been a CSPOA sheriff for a long time, a dear friend, a stand-up, honorable gentleman, to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I asked the question right at the end of the TV show, and uh, Sheriff Carbonelli only got a second to respond. But how do we deal with these FBI and Justice Department people? Look, none of these agencies are constitutional. You can't show me anywhere in the Constitution where there's a right for these organizations to exist. And you say, well, Congress can put them in place. And, oh, Congress doesn't have authority just to create new law enforcement uh, at the general level kind of a thing. But the Justice Department, the FBI, is literally turned into becoming basically a national uh, police force. And they've shown their ugly, evil, satanic, in my humble opinion, communist, uh, socialist agenda. Uh, which is attack anybody conservative. Okay, if you're Bill Clinton, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell just literally said, hey, we've been friends with Bill forever. Him and Jeff were tight. And, wow, now, you know, this guy's been accused of rape and everything else, and no one touches Clinton with a glove. Nothing. But yet, hey, you want to stand for pro-life, and you're literally guilty of blocking an entrance to an abortion uh, death camp. Okay, this is what we're talking about. The Justice Department and the FBI out of control. In Ammon Bundy's case, Ammon went free after serving in two years in jail, guilty of nothing. But the FBI uh, and the Justice Department literally guilty of withholding exculpatory evidence, committing all kinds of crimes, etc., 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 with ranchers, the government guilty of racketeering. I mean, this goes back. We have evidence, case after case after case. But, Sheriff, what do we do? With this FBI, now the FBI and the Justice Department want to go in and, and monitor, um, monitor the elections uh, instead of poll watchers. This is a serious concern, Sheriff Mack. Now there, uh, you're absolutely correct uh, that no authority exists in the Constitution. You might have a little bit of a problem with that part. And now you know I agree with you. Uh, 99% there. However, I totally agree. They have no authority to do the poll watching. Now, on my explanation, I need about three or four minutes here. Do you want to wait till the top of the hour when we come back? Or do you want to go right ahead? See what you can do. Okay. So in Article 1, Section 8, 
it details about 20 authorities that the federal government has uh, and and uh, that they were delegated. Okay, no problem there. However, at the end of Article 1, Section 8, it says to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers and all other powers vested by this Constitution in the government of the United States or in any department or officer thereof. So there, as you know, there are five law enforcement authorities granted or delegated to the federal government. Treason, counterfeiting, felonies committed on the high seas, protect our borders from invasion, and uh, laws uh, established by treaties. Uh, and they let have me re- remind you, none of that equates to the several states. It equates to the 10-mile square in Washington and external affairs only. Well, counterfeiting can happen all across the country. So can treason. And so, yes, yes they can yes, go, but the, they can go into yes, a state. Yes, but ne- neither of those have to do with anything that we're talking about with regards to what the FBI is doing or et cetera. Well, very little because Secret Service is in charge of counterfeiting. But the FBI can exist to go after or a law enforcement agency in the federal government can exist to go after those five issues. Your point is well taken, though. And I've said it before myself. They have stolen or usurped about 5,000 other law enforcement powers or other powers that are well, not the question delegated becomes, by the The question becomes, would that be the FBI or the CIA or the Justice Department or the Homeland Security or, you know, which entity? Yes. Uh, again, I don't exactly. see authority to create just dozens of government agencies, uh, the correct. IRS, all of them reaching into the several states and interacting with the average Absolutely Joe. Correct. If I'm not one of those Absolutely. five if I'm not involved in one of those five points you make, I should have nothing to do with them. And Correct. if I am involved in one of those five, uh, there's very few that relate to we the people at all, except for what, maybe two of them? Because, I mean, I'm not on the high seas and I'm not outside right. of the country and I'm et cetera. So it's very limited in scope is the point, And it should not be considered a well, national police force in any well, that, and that Yeah, exactly. And that's what the founding fathers meant. They are to be very limited and they believe they are not. And that's the big problem. Yeah, amen to that fact. All right, when we get back, second hour, we got a whole lot to discuss. It's going to relate to free speech and Alex Jones. And I told you the Alex Jones case was a bellwether for destruction of your free speech rights. A lot of people felt like it made sense for Alex Jones, but you watch where they're going to punch a big hole in everything we hold dear. They're going to chill the nation. Your free speech is on the ropes, folks. We'll talk about it next hour. Hour one in the can cspoa.org hour two coming up with sam bushman and sheriff mack we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. Liberty Roundtable Live continues. This is the broadcast for October the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote 
God, family, and country using the U.S. Constitution, the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, with the checks and balances that make America great, understanding that the contract is with we the people. They derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. That's us. The two contracts are the general government contract called the U.S. Constitution and your state constitution. That denotes the separation of powers vertically and horizontally, ladies and gentlemen. Myself and Sheriff Richard Mack were on the radio last hour. We were talking about uh, jurisdiction, and I said, hey, you know what? They don't have any right to create a police force. There's no authority whatsoever to create an FBI or a CIA or a Homeland Security or a police force in the United States. And Richard Mack brought up uh, Article 1, Section 8, and he's right. Congress can make laws that could deal with five related issues, very narrow scope related issues, uh, that relate to the general government and the authority of Congress. That's all correct, and I agree. However, they have no authority to create a broad-based, literally, national police force in America. And that's what the FBI and the CIA and the Homeland Security and the Justice Department and uh, I can go on and on, the Secret Service and the whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, look, they're all turning into a global kind of police force of course. Uh, beyond uh, even the United States, sadly. They were never even supposed to be operating within the several states except for a couple of limited defined items, counterfeiting uh, and some of these things. Okay, very little counterfeiting now. We have fake money that people counterfeit all the time. But it was very hard to, to counterfeit uh, the coins in comparison, the constitutional currency. But there was a legitimate, hey, you can't commit treason, you can't counterfeit. All the rest, the other three highlighted, really related to outside of the United States foreign affairs. Generally, the contract with America was the general government was to deal with foreign affairs as the states were to deal with domestic uh, realities. And so my point generally is that we, we are, we're turning this into a national police force. Almost every government agency has eventually been um, wrongfully, dishonestly, immorally delegated police powers against the checks and balances, against the uh, contract that we the people have with the state and with the general government. So I just want to highlight what, what we're kind of saying. Sometimes when you speak out on something, you, you make a point, uh, and, and it needs clarification, Sheriff. Yeah, and I think that's fair. And first of all, I totally agree that the FBI should not exist. Maybe, maybe at one time, but they have, uh, uh, Hoover uh, was very power hungry, and he wanted the FBI uh, when the FBI was first formed, they didn't even carry guns, Sam. Uh, they, they were like a, a security force, a security force that you would have uh, at a building, you know, and, and that's it. And uh, Hoover's whole thing was uh, to make it what it became. And uh, Well, and this Congress just proves how government gets so far afield from the intent oh, of our exactly. founders, et cetera. Hey, I don't mind exactly. them having a, an organization in the 10-mile square known as Washington, D.C., uh, there yes. is some autonomy and some uh, sovereignty and some local governing there that does need to take place and jurisdictional boundaries. I get all that. Correct. And I also Correct. get that there are some limited things they can do. But look, you've literally got the FBI now debating my free speech rights, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I'm talking about. Alex Jones got slaughtered by the FBI, by the Justice Department. You literally had FBI informants uh, involved in the Sandy Hook reality. Uh, Alex Jones should be free to express his opinion, even if you think his opinion's a lie or completely wrong, even if he knows something different but tells lies. You know, Americans need to be very, very careful. But if you're conservative, you are under the gun. If you're liberal, no problem for you. So Bill Clinton, now it turns out that he lied. He, he was on the uh, Lolita, um, you know, Jeffrey Epstein jet 26 times. He even ditched the Secret Service multiple times. 
Uh, he is guilt uh, has been, um, you know, allegations of rape, rape, rape by President Clinton. No uh, response whatsoever. But, hey, if you're a pro-lifer, it turns out that the Department of Justice now literally attacking and indicting 11 peaceful protesters. They're pro-lifers. They claim that they violated the FACE Act, conspiracy against rights offered by the FACE Act, which means, hey, you have free access to abortion clinics, and these guys supposedly blocked. These people are in their 70s and 80s, sheriff, that got attacked for this. Um, remember BLM and Antifa literally blockaded major highways, destroyed city blocks, took over cities, Occupy, whatever. Uh, the terrorist pro-abortion group, Jane's Revenge, literally took responsibility for firebombings and vandalation of, of clinics and everything else. A small group of pro-lifers now in their 70s get attacked by the FBI. Lawyers close to the situation say it's an attack on Christians and it will continue. And persecution and prosecution of Christians is growing in the United States. If you stand up as a Christian or stand up for pro-life or anything like that, you are in trouble. Now, you say, Sam, why are you talking about that in relation to Alex Jones? Well, because Alex Jones got fined a billion dollars. He'll never be able to pay it. And I submit to you whether you agree with Alex or not on Sandy Hook. I don't agree that it was a hoax. I do agree that it's not as the government told us. We're not getting the whole truth because I know there's FBI agents somehow embedded in there and everything else, which uh, really, really destroys my faith in, in us getting the truth on this thing. Uh, but I digress except to say, hey, they attacked Alex Jones over this. So, look, Alex Jones made a bunch of claims. Whether they're true or not, you can debate till the cows come home. Uh, but then, look, Alex Jones didn't commit any violence or harass anybody. Some people listening to Alex might have, but they should be guilty of, for their own sins. Why would Alex be guilty? So if Sheriff Mack says, hey, we need to stand up uh, for elections, and then somebody goes out and kills somebody over elections, that's like saying Richard Mack's responsible for that. Okay, this is psychotic, but it's setting a precedent that we need to be aware of. And I warned you that we are on the brink of dis uh, destruction of your First Amendment and your free speech rights like you wouldn't believe. And I thought that it would be a couple of months or a couple of years before we'd see uh, them take advantage of this uh, breach of our free speech rights. But it took merely, literally less than two days. Here's the yes, claim. Sir. Here's the uh, claim. Kanye West, yes, or Yee, now says, hey, fentanyl. Not Chopin, or Chauvin, whatever his name is, killed George Floyd. Well, as you know, the experts say that it was the cop that killed him by leaning on his neck, not the drugs. Well, so Kanye doesn't believe that. He believes the drug killed George Floyd. Well, so Kanye said that publicly. Now there's a civil rights attorney by the name of Lee Merritt. He's trying to pursue all legal options on behalf of the, quote, Floyd family against Kanye West. Why? For his comments on the October 15th edition of, I don't know what you call this thing, Drinks Champs, uh, podcast or whatever. Um, Merritt has acknowledged that he can't really go after Yee or Kanye West because Floyd's dead. But they're going to find a legal avenue to penalize Yee or Kanye. Now listen, here's then the, the final headline, and then I want your response, Sheriff Mack. Now George Floyd's family is openly considering a potential lawsuit against Kanye West and Candace Owens. So they're already now taking this, 
if you believe it was fentanyl that killed them, you're not even allowed to say that or you'll possibly get sued, Sheriff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yes, I will say it. And uh, it, they know he was on drugs. And so m- making the statement that the drugs killed him is not a stretch at all. It's not making it up. Alex, on the other hand, uh, should never have gotten involved in this situation. But I have a lot to say about whether or not he should have been sued. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now before we come back. Uh, after, uh, I know we're close to a hard break. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. They had these families had no standing to sue him whatsoever. None. And it, it's because it was Alex and because it was the right and because they want to shut down people like you and me and others who are on uh, television and have our own shows, uh, that that's what this whole thing is about. And the FBI being used as a hitman for the federal government on all of this, uh, protesters uh, that want to protest against uh, peacefully protest against abortion. Oh, yeah, they're going. But the people who burned down Portland will not be arrested. When was the last time a BLM protester, Black Lives Matter, got arrested for threatening uh, cops that they should be killed? When was the last time they got arrested for making those kind of threats or even sued? Show me one lawsuit against their chance of what do we want dead cops? When do we want them now? Or, or, or pigs in a blanket, we want them dead. You know, uh, all of this, no action whatsoever. But if you say, oh, I think uh, Sandy, Hook was, uh, Sandy Hook was a hoax, then you, you lose everything you've worked for your entire life. Mm, I don't think so. And there's a, there's a lot to say about Alex. And uh, Alex and his group that did this wanted me to be a part of it and help investigate and help uh, make it go public. I told Joyce Riley and I told everyone else. And I still have some emails about it. And I even wrote one of the guys who invited me and really demanded that I be a part of exposing the truth of Sandy Hook and what I told him. I said, I am not ready uh, to expose my family to such um, scrutiny. Well, and this uh, and is just I, proof, though, Sheriff, that you know what? Even if you have opinions on this, you're not allowed to even have opinions. In my opinion, no, which I'm going to tell, I'm going to say my opinion <laughs> is I don't believe that it was a complete hoax. I believe people did die, and it was a sad tragedy. I also yeah. don't believe the government's narrative that one little boy went crazy um, and, and, and had no support or backing. I, every time you dig into this, you find psychotropic drugs involved. Uh, yeah. Every time you find some kind of FBI or some kind of operative from the government in some way involved, yeah. you often find some type of psychiatrist or psychologist who is giving right. these people therapy. You find there's more to the cause. There's accomplices. There's agendas. There's people that put them up to this. There's uh, teaching them and training them in the arts of military. There's always something more behind it that the government's covering up. Problem is, you speak out like that, and you're going down. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. The Epic Times.
www.thetimes.com. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, so Sheriff Mack, when you look at the Alex Jones case, you're not allowed to express an opinion. Now you look at the Kanye West situation, and even if you want to come in on George Floyd, you can't even express your opinion. And you know what? I don't know what killed George Floyd, but here's what I do know. They're making a political agenda out of this, and we're not getting the truth. We're not getting the facts. Whatever serves the political agenda to uh, divide by race is at the helm of the George Floyd case. Uh, the problem is, if you can't speak out about George Floyd without the threat of a lawsuit, if uh, Alex Jones can't speak out his opinion on um, Sandy Hook, uh, pretty soon what will you be able to express your opinion on without fear of a lawsuit? Maybe we just need to shut down all radio and all TV, uh, because if Americans aren't going to stand up, Sheriff, your free speech rights are gone. Uh, that's absolutely true. And l- let me weigh in on Alex Jones. You and I know Alex very well. I have been in his studio live uh, maybe three or four times. I've been on his show another maybe dozen times. Um, I have been taken aback uh, several times by his antics uh, and, and by his uh, yelling, I'll tell you, I'm right there in his studio and we're talking smooth, just like you and I are right now. And then all of a sudden he breaks out yelling. I'm telling and you right now, we're not going to tolerate this. We're behind enemy lines and we're going to get it done. We're taking no prisoners in our efforts. Yeah. We get this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And real loud. And, and yes, that's a very good Alex imitation. Uh, and, uh, but that's as far as it went, uh, with me and him. I, I, I felt that most of the time uh, he was being uh, very powerful on his opinions. Uh, I didn't agree with all of them. Many of them I did. His opinions about the Constitution, his, his opinions about uh, government corruption were all spot on. Uh, 
but he uh, was a shock jock. Uh, and you know what? I, I respected his style. Uh, didn't agree with it all the time, but respected it. He and I went to uh, the state capitol in Austin and did a little video together once, and he was videotaping me, and he used that uh, for whatever it was, uh, I guess the little uh, advertising his show or whatever. Fine. Uh, that was a long time ago. I haven't been on Alex in about six years. Uh, he hasn't called me for six years, uh, and I probably wouldn't go on. But his you show have been on his show with, but but with other uh, fill-in hosts, if you will. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And other people, part of his network, have had me on recently. Yes. Yeah. But not Alex. Uh, Kate being one of them. Uh, but this is it, Sam. I have to tell you. Uh, do you recall that there was a man and woman, and maybe their family, and just a few of their followers? were yelling and screaming at a funeral for a Marine. Yes, I remember this. And uh, people wanted to shut them up. And the local police and whoever said, we can't arrest them. They're not doing anything. Uh, they're not even on the cemetery property uh, where they're yelling. They're out on the sidewalk. And yeah, and street, this is whatever. an inconvenient situation, which we all agree is is problematic. It was we rude. all agree that it's disrespectful, but we also need to realize the yeah. rule of law. Correct. And it really applies to Alex in this situation. Alex is telling these these families, your your child didn't really die. And this is the kicker. You're part of it. You went along with it. Your child is somewhere else and you know it. That's basically what he said. Not not specifically, but it's basically what he said. And Sam, a court has to determine, did Alex Jones offend you uh, and really was rude and he was even wrong? And uh, does it, but does it rise to the level of were you damaged? What damage did he do? Sam, not one of these families ever heard of Alex Jones until he did this. None of them listened to him. None of their family members uh, and very few of their friends and uh, contacts ever listened to Alex Jones. And now somebody who you don't care about is now making some outrageous claims that you went along with your child's uh, death or you went along with this big conspiracy thing. How does that damage you? How did it interrupt your life? Your life was already interrupted. Did Alex Jones really do you some damage? Did 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 he defame you to the extent that you couldn't go out in public? Uh, people were throwing rocks at your house because you lied about the Sandy Hook affair. Uh, and did you have anything to do with tearing down the building instead of just why did they tear down the building? just like they did in Waco, just like they did in Ruby Ridge, just like they did in a lot of other places where they and more and more about, intel shows that every one of those cases, for example, hey, there's pay dirt where the conspiracy theorists tread in yesteryear. Now yeah. facts are replacing those so-called theories. How long will it be until we have more and more and more evidence that comes out on Sandy Hook? Now, was it as blatant as it was a hoax? And was it as blatant as all these families were bad actors and participating and lying? You know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, okay. exactly. The court never determined any of that 
as really part of the discussion or fact. No. All they said was Alex Jones is guilty, guilty, guilty before he ever, he ever even got started. Um, and Correct. the other problem is that a six-person jury <clears throat> is the one that said he owes almost a billion dollars. Sheriff, is that right to have six-person juries? Was it was it six? It could be yeah. six because it's not it's not criminal, so they don't they don't probably have to have twelve like in a criminal case. But yeah, they 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 could do that. Why, why don't uh, you have to have twelve? Uh, I don't think twelve is a, a law or a constitutional provision anywhere. And civil court is a lot different than criminal court. Yeah, um, and what we do is we continue to literally destroy all vestiges of a jury of your peers. So the next question is, even if we think there should be 12 instead of 6, and I think there should be, there was a high standard on purpose. And if we divide criminal versus civil, and then we all say this, well, he defamed people and he caused harm, but yet it's all civil, not criminal, then Alex Jones is not a criminal, but yet what um, charges will he end up with in the end of the day? And it's a mixed bag. But at the end of the discussion... If you are a nationally known syndicated talk show host, a shock jock, uh, yeah. somebody like me might be Alex Jones's peers, Sheriff. Right. The average guy on the street uh, in Sandy Hook uh, area is not his peer either. No. Well, okay, now, I will be the first to say that Alex's Jones rhetoric is over the top. I don't agree with it uh, in terms of uh, how he paints the picture a lot of times. A lot of times right. he has facts, but the way he paints those facts, in my opinion, uh, aren't delivered in a, in, a, in a civil way, which I like to deliver a, a, a lot of the time. Uh, but nevertheless, I would still say that I think he has the right to say those outlandish things if he wants to. I mean, look, back in the day, people said the earth was flat. Other people said it was round. And the people that thought the world was round, they were the heretics, the ones that shouldn't be allowed to say that. Oh, my right. gosh, how dare you say the world is round? And then they used yeah. to say science, science used to document there's men that live in the moon. On the moon. Science used to believe that, and, and people lived on the sun. They scientifically, that was the belief in the 1800s, 17, 18, 19, early 1900s. That was the belief. Now, do I agree with it? No, not necessarily. But what, what I'm trying to get at is when do you have a right to think and believe and say what you want to versus when do you de get denied your free speech rights? And now Kanye West can't even say, I think fentanyl killed Floyd. Uh, wow, now the families are going to sue because, hey, Kanye's a powerful popular person and he defamed them by or defamed well you can't say george because he's dead but wow we'll find a way to get you anyway is what the attorneys are blatantly publicly saying right now and when you right. think those two cases that are completely different they're not even close to the same because kanye didn't harass anybody he just made an offhanded comment of his beliefs but now both of those are being taken to the quote bank so to speak um i don't know that we can even talk on the radio anymore i really don't because where will it go? What if I say to you, for example, that I think the FBI committed election fraud, Sheriff? They promoted all the uh, lies about Trump. They buried the stories about Biden. And I believe that they committed election fraud. They even got the media to carry out their will on this issue. Now, yes. can I say that? Yes. Or will I go to jail now or be fined out of existence for it? Well, they, you know, uh, I guess they could, the FBI uh, agents individually could sue you and uh, for defamation and whatnot. Uh, and I, I actually invite such a lawsuit because I would like to show all the evidence uh, that exists uh, against the but, FBI. But hold on, the, the second you start dragging out the evidence, then a judge will just basically throw the case and say, golly, no case anymore, Sam. And they'll bury it and just bottle it up like they did for him. And he was guilty of nothing, but he lost two years of his life. 
<clears throat> and the only person that was committing crimes is the government, the FBI in that case. Now, Kanye West is sick of it. He's going to buy Parler to do his best to open up free speech discussions. Uh, the question is, how will that go? And then Trump may testify under one condition on TV regarding January 6th. He'll do it if he can do it live on TV. We'll talk about that coming up on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Democrat-run El Paso, Texas, and their city council's Claudia Rodriguez admitted during a private phone conversation last month that the mayor was directed by the Biden administration not to declare a state of emergency, even as the invasion of humanity at the southern border warranted the emergency help. The city is spending $300,000 a day of taxpayer money in dealing with the illegal immigration caused by President Biden's open border policy. Microsoft Corporation announced layoffs of roughly 1,000 employees this week, becoming the latest tech company to show signs of concerns about future demand. Microsoft, which employs about 200,000 people, said it was making the cuts as part of a regular adjustment at the start of its fiscal year. A recent report by accounting firm KPMG found 51% of CEOs polled said they are considering workplace reductions in the next six months. Microsoft is scheduled to release quarterly earnings in exactly one week. With winter fast approaching, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz ordered Germany's three remaining nuclear power plants to remain in operation until April. Germany had relied on Russia for energy that has since been cut off by Vladimir Putin and sabotaged to the underwater pipeline. Vice Chancellor and Economic Minister Robert Habeck of the Green Party approves of the plan, shows how desperate Germany has become. We were hoping to know the fourth team to join the Final Four in baseball's chase for the World Series. Mother Nature had other plans. Monday night's rainout has Game 5 this afternoon between the New York Yankees and Cleveland. Game 1 of the National League Championship Series takes place tonight between Philadelphia and San Diego. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Hear that? That's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock. Because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from Simply Safe Home Security. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe keeps watch night and day. If there's trouble, Simply Safe alerts him and will dispatch emergency help when needed. Get free shipping with the order of a new system at simplysafe.com today. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. Ryan McMakin wrote an incredible article called The Alex Jones Verdict Shows the Danger 
of defamation laws. Amen to that. Now, they say the lie uh, that the 2012 massacre at Sandy Hook was a hoax is the largest defamation verdict in U.S. history, ladies and gentlemen, certainly on um, compensatory damages. They say for Alex Jones, believe it or not, punitive damages are still to be determined or added to the case. I mean, this is insanity. Um, Alex Jones, they say, is looking at financial ruin. Unable to pay the full penalty, he'll end up living a subsistence life and be harassed for the rest of his life. In fact, Tom Woods had a podcast. Uh, it's episode 2219, by the way, that talked about the absurd Alex Jones trials. Now, we could say they're absurd. We can say whatever we want about them, but the fact is, you know, I believe Alex Jones is smart enough he'll have his money elsewhere. He will not live a subsistence life at all. Don't be fooled. But the point that I'm getting at is, hey, if ye or Kanye West can't say that he believes that George Floyd died from fentanyl, if Alex Jones can't say, I don't believe the, the Sandy Hook story, if Alex Jones is responsible for what other people do in relation to what, quote, he says, um, I worry. Can I say the IRS is a criminal organization? We should shut it down. What about the FBI and Justice Department that literally attacked Ammon Bunny, lied and got caught in court to where they had to dismiss the case because of the abuse, the dishonesty, and the immorality of the government? What about that? So we've got some serious, serious questions uh, to deal with and issues to focus on, Sheriff Mack. Uh, you, you make good points on all of that. I would say especially Ammon Bundy and his family. Um because they obviously have a lawsuit, not from defamation, but from false arrest uh, and violation of their civil rights. Uh, I don't believe they ever even did a claim and, and settled out of court with them, but they sure should have. Um, and, and some people say, well, it's immoral to file uh, civil lawsuits. No, it is not. It's, it's another way of getting justice. And I would have told them to do that. Well, it's um, part of the First Amendment, a redress of grievance, right? Well, yes, it is. And Jeanette Finnicum, uh has been fighting for, what, seven years now uh, since her husband was murdered by the Oregon State Police and the FBI. And she can't even get to court. And her husband was killed. And and it was unjustified. They didn't need to kill him at all. Uh, but that never happens. How about the cop that killed um, Ashley Babbitt? She, she shouldn't have been killed. It, it does not warrant... Uh, lethal force how about the murder of vicky weaver from afar with a baby in her arms when she was unarmed standing at her own porch in her own doorway uh, well uh, randy weaver won an out-of-court settlement there but it, it would have been a lot higher had they actually gone to court but, all right well now the so, headline says conservative so, radio's battleground blitz ladies and gentlemen listen carefully now they say the conservative personalities eric Menezes, sebastian gorka and charlie kirk have used their, quote, nationally syndicated radio shows to discuss, quote, rigged voting, rigged voting machines, highlighting election officials involved in corruption and espoused ballot fraud uh, realities. Now the three men are joining a live speaking tour that will take them across battleground states, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and other battleground states to promote the views and head of the midterm elections. But now they go on and, and talk about Salem Media Group has grown, 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 and is backing uh, these talk show hosts. So in 2006, they say Salem bought the conservative political website, townhall.com, 
and other deals for conservative sites followed, including Hot Air, Twitchy, um, PJ Media, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now the question becomes for Sheriff Mack, now they're laser light focusing on these three hosts because the next claim will be, hey, can they say there's election fraud? Can they say there's tampering? Uh, can they say they don't believe that elections are honest? Can they, um, well, talk about election officials involved in corruption? Uh, or will they all three be shut down and sued? And will Salem be shut down and sued out of existence? Where will this go, Sheriff? Well, I would tell you right now, I believe Nancy Pelosi is a liar. And she lied to the American people and her constituents that her husband, she never told him inside information to make sure he made millions off of some uh, stock investments regarding uh, a company that she was working with and that Congress was working with uh, to give them a a contract. Uh, She's a liar. I mean, within a day or two, he bought stock in that company. Uh, I will tell her to her face, and I will tell it to the world, and I would love her to sue me on that because then I get to present the evidence. Uh, and, and and I think Dominion is uh, an idiot for wanting to take on Lindell and Trump and others who have accused them of not having adequate uh, safety machines. No, the court, the, the judges are in bed. They already dismissed all the lawsuits that, that Mike Lindell had and Donald Trump had. Well, I know. And, and but Sid, what about Sidney Powell they had Dominion? dismissed them. No, but, but they'll just control what goes in the court. They'll just bottle up whatever they don't want to talk about and say that's not what it's about. Shut up, sit down. You can't. Well, you can't. You can't badmouth judges, or you're going to be in real trouble. There you go. See, but Sam, let's be let's be real clear here. The Constitution was never devised or developed in any way, shape, manner, or form to protect any of us or protect you from being offended. It doesn't protect you from being offended it doesn't even protect you from being lied to if that were the case then used car lot salesmen would all be uh, out of work and never be able to sell a car again uh and there's lots of other different jobs that that could say you know did a did a guy lie to me about the condition of my car uh, so he could go fix it uh you know you can sue uh, but uh, on some of those issues, but some of them you can't even sue, and you shouldn't be able to. And and for light and transient causes, we don't get to go to court for anything and everything that offends us. And how about this one, Sam? Should you and I be able to sue the Southern Poverty Law Center? How about the Anti Defamation League? No. Nope. How about let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Hold on. The liberals can sue. The liberals can get anything done they want to, and they're above the law. The conservatives have no standing, can't do anything, and are below the law. There's two classes of Americans. If you're Bill, you can rape, pillage, and plunder, hang out with Jeffrey Epstein, no problem. Uh, The the ladies are nothing but bimbo eruptions. You're not a racist, and neither am I. Of course not. They can't prove that we are. So well, and furthermore, the they, they claim that I'm one of the biggest hate groups in the state of Utah. I don't have any hate. I don't have any. There's no evidence of me hating anyone anywhere. See, but here's the deal. Our buddy James Edwards of the political cesspool, who you know well, they claim he's a racist. They literally, he went to court over this. There was a newspaper in Michigan, in Detroit, that said James Edwards was a leader of the KKK. 
Well, it turns out he's not a leader, and he's not even a member. And so he sued them to say you can't say that. That's the quintessential um, point of, of defamation of someone's character, to say they're a leader of the KKK. Well, the court said, hey, he's not a leader of the KKK. He's not even a member of the KKK. But because of Aesop's fables, the company you keep, hey, they can say that all they want to about a, quote, celebrity, James Edwards. And literally, James lost in court, and they won. Yeah. Well, See? Well, how much money, have how much no money ability. was it? How much money was it? Well, he didn't win any money. He sued them for making yeah. that claim, and they just basically made him spend a bunch of money to defend himself, only to lose because they said, hey, doesn't matter the truth in this case. Aesop's fables gets him off, and now that's the course um, case-setting standard they're using to go after all of us. But, folks, it's going to get worse. Write it down. Listen to me very carefully. Newly released documentary footage shows Nancy Pelosi. Now, documentary filmmaker Alexandra Pelosi, which is their daughter, right, put together additional video that wasn't shown at the hearing, but it was now aired on CNN on Thursday, okay, showing just how angry Pelosi was uh, per the Washington Post articles. And she said, I hope Trump comes to the Capitol. I'm going to punch him out. Uh, an infuriated Pelosi told her chief of staff, um, who just informed her that the president had been dissuaded from coming to the Capitol or Capitol Hill, but that he could always change his mind. She said, I've been waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol. So now she's claiming that the president's going to trespass on the Capitol grounds. I want to punch him out, she says, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy, she says. That's Nancy. Of course, she can do that, threaten to punch out the president and attack him physically, literally on video. And uh, Ashley Babbitt's dead and Nancy smiles. And, uh, you know, people that go in peacefully to the Capitol and say we want to peacefully take back uh, the Oath Keepers, literally helping cops go to safety on video, but yet they're in jail. Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong physically at all. But now, because of what he said, he's guilty of it all. Same with Jones. Same with Kanye West. Same with Donald Trump. It's coming to you and me, Americans. Beware. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com So the bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, they're literally saying, hey, Nancy can threaten to punch out the president, threaten that the president's guilty of trespassing on the Capitol grounds. She's going to punch him out. She's going to go to jail. She's going to be happy. She's livid. Okay, that can stand, and there's not even any real repercussions. No problem whatsoever, right? But yet Stephen K. Bannon now, hey, they're recommending six months in prison because he won't comply with testifying in January 6th. Well, now Donald Trump says, I'll testify, but I got to do it on live video, on live TV, or else I'm not doing it. Well, the question is, will they play ball? Time will tell, but this is very interesting how this is all breaking out. Conservatives, you can do nothing or say nothing. You're going to get crushed. Liberals, you can do whatever you want to. And there's no repercussions whatsoever. It is a strange world we live in, but there are serious repercussions to this, Sheriff. Yeah, I'm afraid so, and you're absolutely correct. There is no question that the civil rights that Martin Luther King fought and died for and that many of us have fought and died for um, don't apply uh, equally. There's no equal protection under the law anymore. It's what they say it is, and it can be opposite for you and the same for somebody else. It can be same for you and opposite for them. And the law was never meant to be used uh, so politically and f- just for the, cap- the capricious nature of government officials. Uh, yeah, well, let's see. Who are you? Oh, yeah, you're that right-wing uh, fanatic uh, talk show host. Yeah, we, we know about you, uh, Mr. Bushman. Uh, so you're going to get a separate different – you're going to get a d- different – uh, set of rules for you, uh, and we're going to make sure the jury gets instructed in that regard. Yeah, because uh, you yeah. know you keep that's the company of James this. Edwards, who keeps the company of the KKK, right? Oh yeah, Same. yeah, you're with mm-hmm. you're with James Edwards all the time, so you're guilty. Uh, same thing they're doing to Michael Peruca. Same thing that they're doing to uh, the conservative candidates. Uh, I mean, out here in Arizona, they have a former. Oathkeeper, who is doing a commercial against Mark Fincham, saying that he was uh, part of the Oath Keepers and he was in Washington D.C. on January 6th, and they they show all this dark room around him and this dark, and then there's a little bit of light on him, and this Oathkeeper is saying, "What a crook that uh, Mark Fincham is," and all these horrible things. And I'll be I like Alex like Jones, ready? 
It seems yeah. like a bunch of goons and goblins are running around for Halloween time. They're going to go ahead and take Mark Fincham down. We better yeah. stand up while we can, ladies and gentlemen. That kind of stuff, right? Yeah, and they're putting millions of dollars into that propaganda. Uh, and Mark was uh, way ahead, uh, and that one's starting to tight, tighten uh, because of all the money, millions, that they're putting on these programs. Why would they trust anybody from the Oath Keepers to do a commercial for anyone or against anyone with all the horrible press they've had? But they got him, and there he is. Uh, That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. But understand this. The divisions of federal and state powers are important. And T.J. Martinell, 10thAmendmentCenter.com, wrote an incredible article about that just recently. Also, the biggest questions during the ratification in the debates were the powers of the general government versus the power of the state's governments. Okay? So that's something that you need to kind of be aware of. It highlights what we've been talking about for the last couple of hours is why I bring it up. And DeSantis intends to now ship migrants to Delaware and Illinois as well. Now, I'm not for DeSantis doing this, Sheriff. I know people think it's funny and people think it's poetic justice, but I don't care. Illegals shouldn't be transferred around the country by either Republicans or Democrats. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is kind of funny what they did. And it, and it showed their hypocrisy. But it's illegal. They should be sending, if they're going to send them anywhere, send them back to Mexico City. Uh, bus them back. Uh, I don't care. Bus them back to Guatemala City. Uh, but they should not be bussing them around here saying, oh, look how funny that is. And, and I admit, I thought it was cute, and I thought it was a great way to show their hypocrisy, but it is wrong. It's wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. Amen, and that's and, why I, I, I bring this up. I get the hypocrisy. I get the point. Being to, I get the liberals now howling, proving the point, but I'm not for anybody shipping illegals around the country. Uh, the next woman that's raped or the next person that's beaten or killed or murdered – or whatever else, I think if you're not very careful and you uh, you know, distribute migrants or illegals in the country, uh, you've got some blood on your hands for some of that, in my opinion, to which I'm entitled. John Laughland wrote an article that I want to highlight in relation to this whole discussion we've been having today, Sheriff, as well. Europe's descent into totalitarianism is the highlight. And John writes that late in the evening of October 7th, he was detained at the Gedwick Airport in London. An anti-terrorist police group uh, basically hauled him in to a room for questioning. He was released about 90 minutes later. But they took his computer. They never gave it back, by the way. They took his passport. They took his wallet, his phone, his keys, and everything was confiscated from him. Then he was taken to a room and questioned for over an hour by terrorism police officers acting under powers given to the police. By Schedule 3 of the, I guess it's called the 2019 Counterterrorism and Border Security Act. That's in Britain or in the U.K. And the act itself says that an examining officer may exercise the powers under this paragraph whether or not there are grounds for suspecting that a person is engaged in any hostile activity. In other words, they're admitting that they can just do this without any real authority, any probable cause, just whenever they want to, with no accountability. And interestingly, one of the officers opened the interrogation with John by saying that he was not being detained and therefore he could not ask for an attorney. 
The problem is when he wanted to leave, he was not allowed to leave, but he wasn't being detained, you see. So what they're doing is they started out by calling people um, under the War Act or whatever else, you know, uh, prisoners of war or uh, enemy combatant terms or lone wolf terms. They, they have all these terms. What they're doing is setting aside rights worldwide, Sheriff. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's, it's a, it is a worldwide problem. It is a worldwide issue. Uh, and it's not just happening here. And uh, I'm really, uh, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm scared of what's going on. Uh, it's so one-sided, just like the January 6th trial, uh, hearings, I should say. Uh, they're trying to make it a trial. But it is so one-sided. How would you like it? Why don't you ask Sarah Sidner this from CNN? How would you like it if all white people uh, were a, a, to decide your fate in a jury in a jury trial? How would you like that? How would you like to take that to the next level and put all your enemies on a jury? That is exactly what's going on with the January 6th hearing against Donald Trump. His side is not allowed one iota of, of admissions or evidence or witnesses, no one is allowed in there who is pro-Trump or has other evidence to the contrary. The movie from Epic Times is not allowed in that hearing. Uh, Epic Times reporters are not allowed in there. Anyone with anything that is going to exonerate Trump in any way is not allowed. And this that's why it is such a sham and a scam. If it was, right. here's, uh, here's the latest headline to attack Donald Trump. Trump hotels billed government $1,185 for Secret Service rooms, forcing a federal agency to pay well above government rates. Now, that's their latest attack on the Donald. So Bill can be guilty of rape and hanging out with a, a well-known sex offender, no problem. But Trump then charged too much for hotel rooms. And my response is, where does government become God and demand private hotel owners to give a government rate in the first place. Yeah. Folks, this is what I'm talking about. This is insane, Sheriff. I can charge whatever I want. You know, Not uh, in this world, I'm, you selling can't. A, I'm selling a car and I want to market uh, $10,000 above Blue Book and somebody is interested in that. And you could do that with some of these classics. And uh, Lucy and I just got a car for Libby that was a BMW from 2004 with only 75,000 miles on it, and it's a convertible. And I'm telling you, I said, if you don't want it, I'll buy it because I'll sell that uh, about 8,000 above price because I'll just wait for the right uh, gun uh, gun collector, car collector, <laughs> and I'll and I'll and I'll make 8,000 dollars at least, maybe 10 to 12. Yeah, no, the uh, interesting thing car. though is, hey, and they I want they demand want. a government. They want they demand a government rate, and Donald didn't give them the government rate, so now they're rioting against Donald. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's how ridiculous and stupid and insane all of this has gotten, and that's why I say, even to the uh, nice, honest, you would see him at church every Sunday. Maybe they're even members of the LDS Church. FBI agents. There's lots of FBI agents that are LDS. And listen to this. I would t I, I'm going to tell you right now, those agents will do whatever they're told. In fact, one of them even testified that he was a Sunday school teacher uh, after the Ruby Ridge uh, incident. 
So they had these guys come and testify before Congress. Oh, we're nice guys. We're, we're, we're not going to do – we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't commit any murders. I would never allow that because I teach Sunday school. That actually happened, Sam. And, and these guys will do whatever they're told. And yet Vicki Weaver, as you alluded to earlier, was had her uh, most of her left side brain uh, blown out of her head onto her little girls while they were standing there watching her hold Elisheba, their little well, 11, 11-month-old baby. And but here's what needs to scare the heck out of you. Ready? IRS yeah. agents have now have more firepower than even SWAT officers. Yeah. There you go. Of course, so folks, do, it's going to get radical. Why you want to know why it's going to get so radical? More. That's an army. Because Americans party. aren't. They're, they're hiring an army. But look, Brock said he was going to get an army in place before. And no one cared. Yeah, no one believed him. It. They're fulfilling it. So what do we do? Just run for the hills? Uh, no, but I guess we, we've got to get stronger, and uh, we need more sheriffs to recognize this, and then we will have refuge uh, within each county. But I worry about the sheriffs. I, I really do. Uh, they're, they're, they're just simply not looking at the whole picture. And those who refuse, like many in Utah, where you live, Many of the sheriffs there refuse uh, to accept the the uh, corruption that's going on in the FBI and others, and they just are more worried about their retirement. Uh, and many of them do not want any controversy. You don't want any controversy because you know uh, that might hurt you in the polls or might hurt your next election. And until we have sheriffs that are willing to stand for what's right, not worry about the consequences and, and worry about their pensions and their re-election, then the, the American people will continue to suffer under this corruption. I think we need to set up some talk show host um, venue where we all get together and plan what we're going to do because they're going to pick us apart one at a time in separate lawsuits uh, or else we're going to have to go off the air. I know that yeah. sounds uh, extreme, but I'm just telling you right now, you see it, Kanye West, Alex Jones... James Edwards, Sam Bushman, uh, literally they're writing articles that I basically am, the, am ground zero, the traffic cop, for all the other people out there standing for liberty. I'm, I'm kind of at the, the center of it all, they claim in some of these articles. Folks, they're criminals. They're out of control, but they're going to make it all civil, and then you can't defend yourself because you can't get anything into court. Wow. All right, Sheriff Mack, thank you so much. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.